everyone. Welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angela Donatio, Bible study author, adventure junkie, and founder of Voice of the Voiceless, empowering women in Africa. Join me here every week for inspiring conversations on discovering miracles in life's messy moments. Here's this week's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Made for More Clay Designs. Made for More specially designs clay earrings and necklaces for women. 15% of all proceeds go toward funding Camp 118 of For the Children Kids Camps, a nonprofit organization that helps children in foster care. Make a difference today with Made for More. You can follow Made for More on Instagram at M4M Clay Designs. Her link to purchase items from Etsy is in the Instagram bio. I know you'll love Made For More designs just as much as I do. Well, welcome back to the podcast today. I am so honored to have as my special guest, Dr. Paula McDonald. She brings her lifelong experiences, health challenges, and phenomenal God moments to life to all that she meets. Along with a Bachelor of Science degree in biology, a master's and PhD in theology, Dr. McDonald speaks from authority regarding science and the Bible. As a former high school biology teacher, she received the coveted Krista McAuliffe Teaching Excellence Award for Texas. Her experience as an educator provides her with the perfect skill set to bring difficult topics to life. She expertly weaves health, wellness, and caring for the temple that God gave us all in a passionate message. A dynamic speaker who resonates with various audiences because of her ability to rate, relate to others in a personal and lighthearted manner, even despite some incredible health challenges, such as losing a lung to a massive tumor. I can't wait to talk to her about all of these things. Dr. McDonald's message to live to today, LIV today, will inspire others to get up and keep going amid any storm. Her quick wit connects her audience by bringing in laughter and allowing them to see her as transparent and authentic. She and her husband and her nine-year-old son reside in a small town in Texas. Welcome, Dr. Paula. I'm so honored to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here with you and meet you and get to know you. I, I just love meeting other women who are just as passionate about God's word. Amen. Me too. And, and we've been chatting a little bit beforehand and you are multi-passionate is the word I like to use. It sounds like you have many things that the Lord has not only given you a calling and a burden for, but a, a unique anointing for. So I want to just kind of let you share your story, who you are and, and kind of a bit of your background we were chatting earlier. And, and you're such a unique and interesting kind of tapestry of some things that have happened in your life. So I would just love to invite you to kind of introduce who you are to our audience today. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, I am. I could really break into my Texas accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a small town girl from a little town in Texas. No, um, I, I really don't know where to even begin, but what I'd love to begin with is what God placed on my heart five years ago. And had you asked me five years ago, if I would have a master's and a PhD in theology, I would look at you and tell you, uh, you're crazy. Mm. Um, but that's when, you know, when, when God is leading, that's when you know that he's put it there in front of you because it couldn't have been done any other way without him. But so what happened 
I was just sitting here like I am right now working on a wellness seminar for a bunch of women because from my health, I have just, I'm very passionate about sharing what I've had to do in so of um, like I can't burn candles in my house because of having um, only one lung. You have to be mm. really, really careful about what you breathe. So even things like hairspray and Glade plugins and all of these products that we put on our skin and how quickly they go to every cell of your body. Mm. So I'm working on these wellness workshops and God just stopped me in my tracks. And he said, Paula, you are leaving out. And I thought, wow, he is right. I'm Mm. just talking all about health. I'm missing the God piece. And so being the nerdy biology person, I, I was trying to a visual of this perfect cycle that, you know, mind, body, spirit, and photosynthesis popped into my head. You know, you've got the sunlight, this O2, the CO2 in the plant. And if one little piece of that was missing, what would happen? Well, the cycle would cease to work. And so I thought, yes, that's what I'm trying to think in my head. So I wrote theosynthesis down, kept working. And a few minutes later, I put it into the computer and Googled it and nothing came up. And I thought, well, I must have misspelled it, put it in again, nothing came up. And I, this, I remember this so clearly, I pushed my chair back and I said, God, whoa, did you just give me a new word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I heard really clearly, yes, I did. And I expect you to do something with it. Not to, I expect you to do something with it. What do I do? Cause I, I do this. I argue with God almighty himself. I do it a lot. Really, God, you want me? I'm, and here's the exact words I said to him. I only have a little degree. Mm. This was five years ago. I said, I do not have a degree in theology and nor do I have a P. I just said those to him. You know, it was almost like he's thumping me on the head. Like, seriously, Paula, mm. I've got this. You just get out of my way and let me do my thing. <laughs> but, you know, here we are mostly, you know, we like to run our lives. And I had no idea five years later that this would happen. I had put me in touch with a woman that I had um, actually met at a John Maxwell event. And she ran a, she runs an online um, college seminary for busy pastors and people to be able to go and further their education. Sat me with her and I still had her card. Hmm. So years later, that's how all the, the whole PhD came about, which Dr. Paula McDonald still sounds really strange to me, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's been, it's been, so back to theosynthesis. I'm sorry. I can get all over the place. No, it's but great. Theos means God and synthesis in union with. So if you think about God and the sunlight instead of the S-U-N light, hmm. S-U-N light. And mind, body, spirit, all working perfectly together. But if we leave God out, we have a God gap. And what do we try to do when we don't include God? Because he wired us to know him. And so we try to fill that gap with anything, everything but God. Drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, whatever it is. And so this theosynthesis was born out of, this whole, this, you know, what he laid on my heart. 
And um, so this is it. And I, I didn't really have the main title as, as theosynthesis because most people can't say, but it's live today. My health challenges, that mantra, are you going to fully live each and every day? And that's been um, a pretty big message, especially during this last year in COVID. Hmm. So I, I can see the books behind you. So what are the names of the two books and that you've authored? And have you authored those then in the last five years? Or did you already write prior to getting your doctorate? No, I wrote um, Beloved Not Broken was my first book. And I wrote that back in 2005, six, mm, okay. something like that. Yeah, I, I, quite a while ago. Then more of a, a, a Bible study based weaving a lot of my um, amazing God moments mm. into the, into the Bible. And then this one, Theosynthesis today is this book that I, that came out during perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> speak or, or do anything. Um, but you know, Hey, he's in control. So tell me about your health challenges. I've overcome a, a number of health challenges myself and uh, nearly lost my life on in two different occasions. So I would love to hear kind of, I would love to hear about your health challenges. And I would love to also hear about some of the God moments that you have encountered. The devotional I released right before the pandemic or during the pandemic is astounded encountering God in everyday moments. Oh, so it's kind of a, you know, a lot of personal stories in those devotions. So it sounds like we, we think and kind of approach our relationship with God in very similar ways. So tell me about your health challenges. What kind of led up to you needing to um, have, you know, losing this lung and some of what you were just sharing a few minutes ago? Well, um, I, and I'll try to keep these stories really, um, short because they can be very long, but, and as you've just shared that you've had some too, um, I'm 61 years old. Mm -hmm. And when I was 43, I, my back had hurt forever, but I was a former gymnast, a former college cheerleader. I've done some crazy things to my back. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was right in between my shoulder blades that I had pain and so much so that I would get in front of and just that spot and ask my kids would just take their knuckle and rub that part of my back. Never in a million years that have sent me to the doctor hmm. and we've had children, we're women, we're like that. Right. So finally I had, when I would lie down, I would feel something in my chest and I couldn't describe it. It felt like a rubbing. And so finally um, I got a, a sinus infection, which I thought was a sinus infection that I could not get rid of. Finally went to the doctor kicking and screaming. Wow. And he says, you know, I need to take a chest x-ray. Have you ever smoked? No, you know, I've been a like, my whole life. And he says, I can hear something and I don't think it's heart related, but I want to take an x-ray. And so the next day was that phone call that none of us ever want to get. Mm. Hey, Paula, um, you need to come to Houston immediately. You have a massive brick. That's the words he used. You have a massive brick in your chest. Wow. And of course, your your brain's just whirling. What on earth? And so I went to Houston. Luckily, I was in Houston, Texas area where 
the, you know, the very best of the best in medical care is, is available to us. And I got to go to this top thoracic surgeon, Dr. Jimmy Howell. I wrote about him in my first book. He was Aww. just, he's a precious man. He walked in and he had cowboy boots peeking out from under his scrubs. So <laughs> was very elderly at the time with these blue eyes. And I just immediately felt like this man's going to take care of me. Mm. And he popped up my x-ray on the screen and he looked at it and he said, darling, I'm going to have to operate you. Mm. That's exactly what he said to me. And I, I mean, again, I was just so shocked and I didn't get to go home. I walked straight over to Methodist hospital where I stayed for three days of just testing, testing, testing. Finally, they said, Hey, we think you have a tumor of the thymus gland right here. It's big tumor on this gland, Hodgkin's disease. And we don't think you're going to make it, get your kids. Let's get your directives done, your last will and Testament and all that stuff. Mm. And I mean, they're very matter of fact when it comes to that part, they're not real soft and it's just get your affairs in order. So that was the longest night of my life. I wrote letters to everybody and Mm. saw my kids trying to be really brave. And of course I woke up there's there and he says, Hey Paula, we got your tumor, but I'm Dr. Harper and I'm a neurosurgeon. That tumor was actually growing off of your spinal cord and Mm. you should be in a wheelchair. And I looked at him and I said, sir, I was running three days ago. And he said something so funny to me. He says, well, if you'd been a man, you'd been in here a lot sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Because he said, "Your, your, your back had to hurt. And I said, yes, sir, it did. So anyway, Three months later, after going through chest surgery, where they cut you open front to back, it's called a thoracotomy, very painful, very difficult to heal from because it's chest muscles, back muscles, ribs that are broken. It's it's brutal. And I had to go get uh, a laminectomy, which is the spinal cord surgery, where they actually removed five vertebrae from my back to unravel this crazy tumor that had been growing and grew out of my spinal cord and into my chest. So that was tumor number one. That was um, when I was 43. So from seven years, from 43 to when I became 50, I'm running half marathons, good again, I'm doing everything. And I have another weird thing where I actually, it was a shoulder injury probably from years ago, went and had it x-rayed. It was a good friend of mine who was the doctor. He came in and he said, Paula, I need you to come look at your x-ray. And I said, wait a minute. You know, this was like deja vu happening. He said, no, I'm serious. You need to look at it. And I'm looking at that x-ray and it is this massive tumor. And I go, that's in my lung. He says, yeah, that's a, so here I go again, back to Dr. Howell, seven years later, bless his heart. He's still alive. And he says, darling, I'm going to have to operate you. (laughs) And he says, I can count on one hand how many people I've had to do two thoracotomies on. So anyway, I went through thing again, two completely separate, two very rare, but he did have to take my left, my entire left lung. And my first question to him was, do I get to start running again? He was just rolling his eyes like, yeah, as long as you don't spit out those 47 staples that are here. (laughs) but you know, that happened. And I know, I mean, God has all of us and we all have crazy health issues. I'd love to hear your stories too. 
because um, he, he puts us, he allows us to go through these things, I believe, in order to encourage others and to give him the credit, of course, yeah. and um, to bring us to people. And so, since then, I've, I've had such a passion about every breath I take. So when COVID and everyone called, oh my gosh, Paula, you're six. You have one lung, you're high risk, be careful. And I said, y'all, 11 years ago, when I lost this lung, a cold, a common cold could kill me. But I have, when I left that hospital, I am going to live my life to live today, Mm. live fully. And so through this pandemic, I've sought God. He says 365 times in his Bible, do not fear, fear not one for every day of the year. That we are not to live in fear. We're not to live recklessly, but we're not to be wringing our hands and wrought with fear. So I have gone out and I'm living this life. I'm not going to let this pandemic keep me in the house and keep me tied to fear. So that's where the whole live today comes from. That's so good. So live today is part of your story I'm sure is in there that you just shared with us where is the tie-in with science and the bible because that's the other kind of aspect that we haven't touched on much is beyond your own personal experience with, with wellness and what an just an amazing story what a survivor you are talk about the intersection of science and the bible is especially in the book live today well, yes and it's actually 43 chapters and God laid out seven different divisions for me for this book. And I'll just read through them if if I can. But I have um, understanding God. So I wanted to define who is the God I'm talking about. I think that's really important Mm. in today's world because we've got lots of definitions of God. Then universal truths of God, knowing his will, connecting with God, connecting with others, connecting with yourself, and then utilizing God's power and energy. And this is harnessing Mm. his energy, homeostasis, which is balance. That's our bodies are designed to balance our blood pressure, our hormones, our body temperature, everything's trying to maintain a balance. And so that mind, body, spirit connection is always trying to maintain a balance. You leave one out, you're going to have dis-ease, right? That's good. um, And another big thing that he I just did my podcast this morning on radiating God's love. We talk about the Shekinah glory when Moses came down from the, um, after getting the 10 commandments and he was radiating and his hair was white. And I mean, they said he had to wear a veil as he was just glowing. Well, it got me wanting to do a study, which I included in this book about all the verses in the Bible about power and light and energy that we possess this same energy and he wants us to radiate and give it out and utilize it. It's there for us. And so that just set me on a major quest. It was very cool. Then the fourth section is unlocking the God potential in all of us, co-creating with the creator. He didn't create us to lay around and eat Cheetos. He created us to work in the garden, which is what he gave, um, Adam to do, you know, he didn't say, you know, just hang around the garden. He gave him work to do. And so we True. are created to work. 
that? What are you passionate about? And then the big part for me is the fifth section, which is ultimate care of self. And that this amazing temple that he gave us is only going to work if we take care of it. And so he desires us to work and he desires us to be sharing and doing work for the kingdom. But what does Satan want to do? He wants to keep God's people sick and unhealthy so we can't do God's work. And so we've got to get back to truly caring for this temple. Hmm. That is a charge for all of us. We have a responsibility. And so part of this whole COVID, a lot of people can't fight these diseases because their immune system is compromised because they have abused this precious body that we have. Hmm. So that's the whole section five. And then I go into what I call unveiled marvels of the universe. I talk about vibration and frequency and frequency of music and the spoken word and a lot of things that people are like, Ooh, that's new age. And I'm like, no, new age stole it from God. And I'm bringing yeah, that true. new age stuff back to the King and let, and just talking about things that most Christians are afraid to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then uniquely made in the image of God. And that's talking about DNA that we're wired at a DNA level to know him. Um, There's this new science called epigenetics, which is fascinating. And so I try to bring this all into a a way that I did when I was teaching high schoolers, that I talk about some really big topics, but in a way that I think everyone can relate. And so Mm -hmm. it's a very multifaceted book. It's kind of not the type of book that you would want to read cover to cover. You may want to just pick it up and go, okay, I want to really read about taking care of myself or I want to go read about worship and prayer and what is meditation. And so it's pretty multifaceted. It's hard to put it all into one little container. I can't wait to get a copy of it myself. I'm just fascinated to hear you talk about it. And it's so critical that we we have these conversations about science and the Bible and that they are not disconnected, especially the year we're coming off of Yes, where everyone says we have to follow the science and believe the science. And even that we know some of that is, <laughs> is, is not always as trustworthy as we want it to be. And oh, I don't want to politicize man. it, but you're, you're speaking to the fact that the Bible, you know, the, the way the universe is created, the way our DNA is orchestrated. I don't want to speak on your behalf, but no. that it's not an either or proposition. It's not either we're going to use our intellect and we're going to believe in science or we're going to somehow check our intellect at the door and just believe in faith. It's an, it's a, it's a both. It's a Absolutely. intellect and, and it's faith. And so I love, I love where you're going with all of that. And I, and I love the fact that you, you know, not shying away from the difficult topics, but that you're writing about them in a way that, that us that are not so much the biology geeks and don't have the degree in biology can still take away these powerful truths. And I would love to hear from your other book, what maybe one God moment uh, that you share something that's either come out of what you're talking about or something even unrelated. That's one of your favorite God moments in that book. Well, that is a great question because this story is so beautiful. Um, When I was 17, well, I was turning 18 and I was needing my birth certificate to go to college. So I asked my mom, I need it. She said, oh, we're going to have to send because I don't have it. So she sent every day I'm running to the mailbox looking for my birth certificate. It finally comes. I open it up and I go, oh man, it's got a mistake. 
it says issued 1966. Well, I was born in 1959. So I take it up to my mom and I said, hey, we have a problem. Mm. And she looked at me and she said, Paula, I have something that I need to tell you. You have a different father from your sisters. Oh, wow. 18 years old. My whole world's like. And so, of course, my brain is scrambled eggs at the time. And I started trying to think of questions to ask her. And I said, well, of course, you know, who is he and where is he? And she said, second bombshell in five, a short time period of five minutes. She said, well, I'm sorry, but he died two years ago when you were 16. So I'm stunned. I'm just, my brain is thinking, oh my gosh, my whole world is, is different. And so, um, and what I thought. So anyway, I um, asked about my grandparents and she said, you have a grandmother and she is alive, but she's in a coma in Houston, Texas. I know this sounds like a soap opera. And so I get myself from Fort Worth, Texas on a bus and I'm going to Houston because she knows I'm hardheaded and I needed to see this woman this while she was alive. It was like a magnetic pull. And I had a long time on that bus to think about what I was about to experience. And I was scared. I was only 18. I've never seen anybody in a coma. Mm. I get to the hospital. They tell me, Paula, she looks like she's sleeping. You can talk to her. You can touch her. And so I walked up to her bed and there's this tiny little woman laying there. And she did look very peaceful and she actually had a glow about her. And her, I remember her wrists were the same size as my wrists and her hands were the same size as mine. And so I'm just soaking this woman in. And then this miraculous thing happened and she opened her eyes and she looked at me and she said, hello, Paula. Oh. Of course, the nurses are freaking out. They're running in. They're like, you know, she's been in a coma for two weeks. So to make a very long story short, she not only came out of that coma, she lived another six years. And I was able to connect the dots and get to know her. And here's what she said to me. She said, sweetie, I have been praying for you for 18 years. And that's why I was so drawn to God all those years in high school. And I, and even as a little girl, and, you know, I, I wasn't raised in a church going home. Oh, wow. But I went by myself and I am so convinced and so wrote a big chapter in, in this book about the power of prayer. That oh. This woman who I didn't know existed was praying for me for 18 years. And it made a difference absolutely made a difference in my life so what a story especially for anyone who's listening who feels like they've either had a bombshell dropped on them or they feel like they're praying and they're they're just not even sure if their prayers are doing anything wow what a story Dr. Paula and that one thing alone could have derailed you and you could have been angry you could have been bitter and instead you said listen I'm I'm not gonna let this keep me in other and actuality, God used the strong will that you had, the tenacity that he's given you that's enabled you to keep moving forward in life to pursue knowledge, even in that situation that became life-changing truth for you. So I love hearing that. I love hearing that story. So I hate that we're almost out of time because I can tell you're such a wealth of information, but I want to make sure that I'm able to have you share how people can connect with you and find your resources. 
But I love to ask my guests one question before we close, uh, only because I'm really curious and I feel like it offers another angle into their personality. But when we get to heaven, other than Jesus, who in the Bible would you most like to meet? And is there anything particular that you would love to ask them? I love this question. We were just talking about this in my Bible study last night that I believe that when we go to heaven, because we're going to be there for an eternity, mm-hmm. that we're going to have a long time to make appointments, you know, like, okay, I want to talk to Moses today. <laughs> I want to talk to Paul the next day. And you're going to get to go and meet all of these amazing patriarchs and matriarchs mm-hmm. of the Bible and in your life. And so, but the main one I we're right now doing a three year study in depth, line by line, verse by verse of the epistles of Paul. Okay. And he, his mind was so brilliant. Yeah. And I would love to sit at his feet and soak in. Okay, Paul. So when you were writing Romans, yeah, you were in prison. Tell me what that was like. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just have so many questions for him. So he would be, he would be one for sure. He'll be amazing. Someone else had mentioned Paul and said, but his line is probably going to be very, very long. (laughs) There are going to be some like, we need a fast pass, you know what I mean? To get to the front of some of these long lines, but like you said, we have all eternity to have these conversations. It's going to be so powerful. So, well, thank you so much for sharing. I feel like we've only touched the surface of what you have to offer. So I know people that are maybe hearing about you for the first time or hearing more about you. Where can they find your books, Dr. Paula, your podcast that you've recently launched, all the resources that you're offering? How can they connect with you? Well, thank you. Um, The best way is go to my website, drpaulamcdonald.com. I've got resources on there, the products that I use that are healthy, and I've researched the heck out of them. I've got um, my podcast. You can access it there, but also on iTunes and Spotify and all those places. Um, but all my internet, I mean, uh, my Facebook and Twitter and all of those things are all on. If you just go to that one place, drpaulamcdonald.com and anybody who wants to order a book, I would, I just love them to order it straight from there because then I can put a personal note, um, to them and, um, just, and I love connecting with people and hearing how they, what they thought about the book and if they liked it and, you know, I'm just, I'm hearing some people that are doing some uh, Bible studies with it. They're leading their whole small group with it. And so it, it's been real interesting to, to do that and actually being able to video in and launch their class for them, which is Love that. such an honor. Love that. Well, I know you have a very busy schedule and you have taken your time to be with us on the podcast. And I know our listeners have absolutely loved you. So thank you, Dr. Paula. I would love to invite you to pray over our listeners as we end our time today. And I'll put all of your links, everything in the show note, show notes today, but Dr. PaulaMcDonald.com. Make sure that you head over there, guys. And, and uh, Dr. Paula, right? Dr. Paula McDonald. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So make sure you head over there, purchase her books and listen to her new podcast. And thank you for sharing your story. Wow. The way God has sustained you and it continues to have such great things I'm sure in store for you. You're not finished and there's so much ahead. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'd love for you to just pray over our listeners. Thank you, Angela, for having me father, God, oh my word, you are bringing people together in such an amazing way. And we're, we're being able to connect through podcasting and through um, just zooms and 
you are just stepping up, Father God, when people thought you were going to be shut down and you are reaching people like crazy. And thank you for Angela and her passion and how she is bringing people together. Oh, Father, you are in control. You love us so much and you want us so badly to be able to carry out the jobs that you have for us. So thank you and wake people up to being able to care for this amazing temple that you have given each one of us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining our conversation. Season 2 is sponsored in part by Worley Dahlberg Yao PLLC. You can learn more about this award-winning law firm at lawfirmvirginia.com. I'd love to stay connected, so be sure to visit angeladonadio.com for books, free goodies, and opportunities to feature your ministry or business as a sponsor. Find me on Facebook at Angela Donadio VOV and Instagram at Angela Donadio, where we do podcast giveaways each month. If you've been inspired to make life matter, share a review and subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Until next week, let's make life matter.